Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question and take advantage of 30% off? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com to get 30% off. Select lab-grown diamonds. That's BlueNile.com for 30% off lab-grown diamonds. BlueNile.com. We shouldn't talk about that. Um, I'm just tired of your antics. What antics? Your behaviour, your your attitude to life. I th- you're the you're the Donald Trump of you life. S- you said this a year ago. I really thought you said I'm so tired of your aunties, <laughs> and I didn't understand what they've done you. Good connection, Aaron's from um, Newcastle. Uh, been arrested. Yes. Um, he's on £15,000 a week. Got arrested because he saw some mates or some guys. Not guys, yeah. Not mates. Not mates. Grinding with his auntie. Aunties. Aunties. What Would you get angry if someone grinded with your auntie? No, I'd be like, why are you doing that? Why? Because they're old. But you're into older aunties, aren't you? Yeah, but I'm into live people. <laughs> um... You weren't. No, well, I wouldn't get upset. I don't care if they want to. If they if they didn't get upset and said you can't grind me and they kept on grinding them, I'll be like, hey, dude, have a relax, chill, have a beer. Do you keep it in the locker room? Would you keep it in the locker room? Yeah, a Trump style version. Uh, do you watch some of the debate? You fell asleep. You woke up. It was on a loop, and you thought, yeah, oh, so I kept seen on going. This? Yeah. So no, I actually thought it was. It's uh, over now, isn't it? Clinton's going to win. Yeah, I mean, the only thing that can happen, I think, that within 30 days of the... If he somehow gets some kind of proof that she's done what everybody kind of believes she's done, uh, then she's out of it, of course, because that's strictly illegal. Uh, but that's, I think that's the only way he can stop it. I think beforehand as well, I never thought he was going to win. Oh, hello. No, wait, I was watching the clips of him, not because... I was afraid because I was like, what the fuck's no, going on? No, I thought it was funny for a while and then after that... It's still funny. I'm sorry, it's still funny. It's not. It, it's amazing. When you've got Robert De Niro saying, I want to punch you in the face, I think that's funny. Yeah, that's part of the fun. It's still fun. It's still... I mean, from a comedic sense, it's still funny. But from a reality point of view, it's terrifying. But, it's, you know, if you just... It's kind of like when a manager loses the plot. Like Van Gaal, like Pearson at Leicester when he was talking about the ostrich... When they really lose their minds. But this guy lost the plot 20 years ago. I mean, he never just thought he was going to be... I mean, it's just ludicrous that he's even in this position. I mean, you know. I mean, the guy has been... Uh, real, uh, he, he's, uh, he's inherited billions. He's, he's, he's been a pageant holder of Miss Universe. 
Hasn't he? To he Trump show, if, the show if he hadn't we, done the investments, he would have made more money. That's I've heard that, but I haven't seen any fact of that, so I don't want to go up with that as a fact. Oh, right, just in case you get sued. No, just in case, you know, uh, I don't want to have one wrong in my life. So. No, you haven't. Uh, apart from one wrong that you did in Gothenburg, you left your bag. Yeah, but I got it back, right? What a, what a drama. What a drama. And the, the beauty of social media. It was like Mission Impossible on the train. It was quite annoying for me because you're quite the drama queen. It's just a bag. But I was my home. I couldn't get home. I yeah, couldn't get into my apartment. Yeah, but you could have stayed somewhere else. Don't you have friends? Well, no, that's a disaster. Your suggestion was on a Thursday morning that, yeah, but somebody's coming up on Monday. I was like, yeah. what are you kidding me? What are you, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday? I got work to do. I've got to do the, uh, the television, the gala I did on Friday. What am I supposed to do? Like, got old clothes just coming there. Like, Hello, man, everybody. That's what they would expect from you, yeah. How did the gala go? Really, really well. It was actually my voice when the when the show started on television. It says like, and from Studio One live, we have blah 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 blah. Welcome. That was me. <laughs> so you said blah blah blah. No, no I didn't say blah. I said the name. Why did you say blah Ilva blah blah? Ilva Helen and Richard Olson. Okay. And I was amazing, I have to say. Have no, you filmed that bit? Have you recorded it? Did you put the VHS in? Did you get people to Skype it? If I had a VHS, I probably put it. Like if this happened in the eighties, my mother would have recorded it on VHS, right? But now, just because you. It's not special. Nobody records anything. No, that's not recorded. I but think it, the reason why they don't record it is because they think we can get we'll get this. Yeah, anyway. exactly. Yeah. But you can't. <laughs> that's the thing. Like uh, uh, Aaron asked me, it's like, do you know how to get things from SVD Play? I was like, yeah, you can probably make it. He was like, no, no, no. You know, go in there, copy. I was like, I'm not a fucking hacker. I don't know. Yeah. Because we just realized you can't get a hold of anything you've done there five years ago. If I want to see a sketch I've done there five years ago, it's gone. So if I want to, like, maybe I should have some clips that show things that are done. If you want to go for, like, a job or something. I can't do that because I don't have it. Isn't that stupid? Um, I can get you stuff if you need it. But that's drugs. No, I can hack. You can't even hack your own, like, nail polisher. Why would you have a nail polisher? (laughs) Why would I hack my own nail polisher? Because it's an automatic nail polisher. (laughs) Like, when you sleep, it's like a robotic nail polisher that that polishes your My mate once bought one of those, you know, those alarm clocks that are coffee machines as well. They wake you up. And it was, like, from the 70s. Like, one of those great ideas. You know, like, football boots and polisher or something. You know, like that. How many people didn't get burned their face? Oh, no. And he woke up one day, he's like... (laughs) It was just spurting everywhere. (laughs) Of course. That's the worst idea ever. Heat. It thought the the cat was, like, doing the hottest shit of all time. Heat and alarm should never be combined. It's like having knife and alarm. Heat and alarm. What about a fire alarm? Brilliant. Brilliant from me. Brilliant! A fire me. alarm should not be. They should not have it because <laughs> we're too many people on the planet. Some uh, casualties will be okay. Good link into casualties. We've talked about it before. Wayne Rooney um, dropped for tonight's game uh, in a very casual style. No, I think this is it. I think this might get Southgate uh, the job. I think. Well, if they lose, because someone like McLaren, someone like Hodgson, just refused. They just, you know. And he's not playing. They always say it's up to Mourinho to decide his career, basically. If he plays him, he might get in. But uh, Rooney's, you know, sort of saying that it's it's over. Uh, not over, but it's tough now. He's got to work his way back Do you back think in. it's fair that he's getting this much attention? He's just one player. I mean, is he that big of an icon? Is just, is, it's just is this that big of a deal? Doesn't it happen every year at any club that a, a, a player that was 
been regular for years is now this season playing. Doesn't that happen in every fucking, you know, season? Well, stop swearing. And I told you this on the train on the way from Gothenburg to Stockholm. Stop swearing. The fuck and you, you said, what the fuck do you mean? <laughs> yeah. exactly. And then the fire alarm went off and you went, oh, it's okay, it's only fire. Um... Yeah, uh, Rooney, I mean, uh, Joe Hart as well came out um, uh, of his box against Malta, didn't need to, but um, he sort of came out and said, some of the, one of the guys at Man City doesn't like me, and it was Pep, obviously. Yeah. Uh, he said he's just concentrating on Torino and England now. There's no way back for him, I don't think, uh, if Pep's there. No, I think he made it. I think if Pep uh, decides to bring him back, then... He will show that he was wrong. I don't think he wants to do that. I think he, the way he, he's never a Bayern or Barcelona, you know, apologized for decisions made. I think it's important his manager style to show that this is a decision and we're standing for it. You don't have to talk about what could have happened. This was a greater decision and that's it. Yeah. And I think he's from the same school. Uh, uh, Pochettino think, thinks that way as well. Uh, I think that's their management style. They, they don't. They're not. They're not. They don't want to make a deal out of it because the more tension you give it, the more you're under scrutiny. Scrutiny that you did right or wrong. And I think they're rather not being praised for doing right and not being scrutinized rather than having the way Mourinho has it. Mourinho has the other way. When he does something good, he wants that to show everywhere. I substituted him. I'm yeah. a genius. I have made him off the team. Now we're playing well. Story, story, story. And when he goes bad, he has to eat that up. And I think these kind of managers goes the other way. I think Pep is good there. He won't make a shot of it. And I don't think he'll take him back. But I don't think he wants to show, not weakness, but he was wrong. He's not wrong. He's Pep. You know. Um, they play this weekend. Man City plays Southampton. Uh, I didn't really know this about... Kuman when he was playing, uh, Cruyff came in and said, we've got this young guy, uh, do you mind if he rooms with you? And it was this like eight-year-old child. No, it was, um, it was, it was Pep. Mm. And they were like best mates for years. And now there'll be managers in England. It's kind That's of weird. Cool. It's kind of weird the player, how much you get managers or players, player managers, you know, ma- managers who are good with players. And then you read about Klopp not talking to Balotelli, said one thing to him. So... The, yeah, think, the media persona is no, very different. No, but I think that Klopp is probably very communicative, but not with the ones he doesn't want to communicate with. I mean, if he decided that Baltel is not going to be in a club, he just figured, what's the point of me having good discussions with him? I mean, he might not be the warmest... I mean, some managers might feel like, even if I don't like him on the pitch, he's still a human being, I need to treat him like, you know, still my son because he's in the club. But some don't, and it's, it's a managerial style. I guess if he doesn't want Balotelli to play, Balotelli's getting paid. He doesn't need to talk to him, to be honest, to be fair. He doesn't need to. Mm. If he's already made up his mind that you won't fit... Balotelli said that he had a conversation with him saying that uh, you're not going to be first choice. You're probably not going to get that much time. You should go somewhere else, but it's up to you. And then Balotelli said, all right, goodbye. I'm not going to talk to you anymore. And were you it. a fly in the wall, were you? Yeah, well, I was sat there. I was having coffee at the moment. I don't drink coffee. <laughs> but I did that because nobody gets suspicious. Uh, because that can't be ideal who doesn't drink coffee. Uh, if you're still wondering if the bag uh, did get returned, we got it. I only had to wait 50 minutes at Central Station. Thanks to the miracle of technology. And a guy called Peter Bristoff and... Shora. And Shora. They, they helped me. That was very nice. We are the world... Yeah. There's a choice we're making. 
We're when bringing I, your own bag. No, when I got the bag, I actually quoted the Beatles and not uh, that. You get by with the help of your friends. Better version from the Mr. Joe Cocker. It's a good version. I agree with that. Um, talking of versions, they want 48 teams in this World Cup. And um, I disagree when you're getting teams like Gibraltar getting <laughs> horsed 6 0. Um, Record. Uh, 8.1 seconds, the first goal. Benteke. Yeah. You've seen it. Yeah. Uh, stupid. I mean, it's just funny. I mean, it's actually Gibraltar. That's they not, took the kickoff. They, they have the and kickoff. they beat the England Rick or San Marino. Yeah, uh, the last record was eight point three second nineteen ninety three. Yeah, San Marino scoring against like, England. It, I think he was like a taxi driver or something that scored. Oh, when know? I when I saw that was the old record, I was like, oh, England. I was like, San Marino scoring uh, the name Ventura or something. I was like, what kind of Englishman? Mm. I don't remember yeah, this yeah. Englishman. And then I realized San Marino scored against England. Yeah, and you remember that they just, won the game, but they, they won the game, stick. but it was just a disgrace that they'd conceded a goal like that. You know, and to, to go one nil down against San Marino. To go one nil down after eight point three seconds is ridiculous, but oh. to do it against San Marino, you know, if there's a kickoff and Messi has, you know, one of the most brilliant moments of his footballing career, yeah. you go fuck. What happened? Yeah. Fine, but that. But the goal was ridiculous for Gibraltar. Pass back. And the next player is going to do another pass back. It's a slow pass back. And Benteke is just running, just gets the ball. If Benteke is beating you with pace, um, oh, he, trouble. He, ba- he beat him with fair and square. I mean, he wasn't even close to him. And then he just ran next to next defender and then had a left, left-footed shot past the goalkeeper. It's 1-0. Just ridiculous. Went on and got three. Uh, good weekend for Ronaldo. You got four and yeah. then one last night as well. Yeah, and then they had another hat-trick in Portugal. Yeah, Silva, yeah, yeah, and that was... a. F- First hex hat trick, except for Ronaldo, since two thousand and six, I think. For um, uh, for Portugal, Portugal yeah. yeah. So it's the just Dutch, been Portugal lost ten years of being hat tricks. The Dutch lost to France. Great goal by Pogba. Yeah, it was great that game actually as well. Yeah. So silenced a lot of critics, they say. And the Dutch lost their first World Cup qualifier since two thousand and one against Ireland. I think that's. I can't believe that's fifteen years ago. It's amazing. Yeah, but you think how many tournaments you. You qualify for so this is not European Championship. No, no, that's and true. And then World Cup qualifiers, and they lost that one against Ireland. The so next one was in Dublin, three, and then seven, and then eleven. Okay, yeah, yeah it's not that. It's still three. You're probably quali- playing like eight games or something. Still three qualifying. It's, it's yeah. Um, and Spain haven't lost a World Cup qualifier since 1993. That's that's amazing. Though. That's an amazing record because they have, weren't that successful until like ten years ago. Yeah. So that means they're still. But that's the thing with Spain. I remember that they were. You should qualify easily and then choke at the championship. A bit like England has had it yeah. for the past twenty I don't think years. England choke. I think they not a choke. I mean, they're good at qualifying. They just flatter. They do, they go through unbeaten. They 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 destroyed Malta. You know, who's Big Sam was one of the headlines. I was over in London on the weekend. Um, and there's this kind of like Southgate gets off to a flyer, and you're like, it's Malta. Yeah, yeah. but I think what the man flyer was, Jay, he was just so controlled. You know, it was just it could have been when they scored two nil, you thought this could be seven or eight, but it didn't. It just flattened out. But you know, second half was awful. Yeah, it was awful, but it wasn't like Malta was close to scoring either. It was basically a dead ordeal, and I think it was a bit like Southgate very cautioned. I think you'd rather see 2-0 than 5-1 for some reason. We brought Lingard in. Yeah, he had a good game. Uh, played Walcott as well. 
Um, it didn't have a good game. No. Um, Rashford did more when he came in than Walker did the entire game. I actually thought Henderson looked good, and I thought Deli Alley looked good in that system. Yeah. Um, and Rooney, like we've said before, booed at the beginning as well, and booed towards the end. I think it's a great choice against Malta to play Henderson and Rooney because you're not they're not going to push up that much. You know, you might as well. I mean, sometimes I remember when uh, Sven Joram. When when we when England played like Malta Luxembourg, he had David Beckham so deep that he was basically playing a center central defender yeah, yeah. in the three man midfield. I mean, he he was pushing the balls from from defense because yeah. there was no point of having a def- two def- three defenders back there because nobody was on the halfway line. So I think a game like that, sure, you can play a Rooney instead of a destroyer instead of a dire. You don't need a dire in that game, uh, but uh, but against now Slovenia, he's going to be benched and Dyer's going to come in. I read a quite interesting article about Sven Goran when he was manager and how he got told before the World Cup in 2006 that he was on his way. You know, even if he'd won the World Cup, they were getting rid of him. You know, he'd he'd burnt too many bridges. You know, that's incredible. Uh, put his little penis in too many places, um, and he had the whole shake thing. You know, he met them in Dubai. He flew to Dubai. You know, it's not like they were in the travel lodge in Bristol. You know. Mm-hmm. He flew to Dubai, he had a meeting with Abramovich about maybe taking over at Chelsea. The only thing that he said, though, which is different to Allardyce, was he said to these people, if they take over, if the Chinese do take over Villa, I can get Beckham, I'll get Beckham like that to move to Solihull, like to yeah. move to Villa. Um, and then they looked at who, where the careers have gone, and McLaren, next manager, gone. You know, like he's had an awful... Oh, that was uh, terrible, the Croatia game as well. Uh, Allardyce, you know. Yeah. He's got the same record now as Southgate, uh, one and one And then um, Sven Goran, he's now manager in China and apparently gets like £4 million a year. They don't know if that's gross or net, but... So he's sort of come out of it quite, you know, quite rosy, really. Yeah. You know, it was um, it was an interesting time when he was manager because he had a really good team... I felt that was like possibly some of the best players they had, England, you know, uh, but never quite got them. But still wasn't good enough. I mean, you're talking about the time when he was there. Look at the other teams. Spain was beginning to be a great team, but then Italy was good, Germany was good, Argentina, Brazil back then was great. Uh, Brazil back then was amazing. Uh, they had Ronaldinho for crying out loud in his sharpest form, and the whole team was fucking... Great Ronaldo. I mean, it was just, it was a great team. England so. had Nick Bambi. Yeah, exactly. And, well, they had Scholes. They had David Seaman game. He played fucking Chris Powell at left back again, mate, from Charlton. Yeah, That's how good. the Huddersfield manager. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who's now going to take over at Derby, apparently. All right. So that'll be brilliant for the rest of the team. How many of those man? How many of those managers are there? You know, they take over a team in League One, get a championship, play championship, get sacked. New championship team, get sacked. New championship team. It looks like get Steve sacked, Bruce new championship is going to be sacked. the new Villa manager. Yeah, I mean, he's been to every man. He's been soon be manager for every team who doesn't play in Europe. Quite a weird thing as well. He, he appeared on like some soccer on Sunday, and he's had a haircut. And he's lost a little bit of weight. He looks all right, Steve. Nah. Yeah, he nah, does. Nah, nah. He does. He looks nah. okay. We'll find that photo. Yeah. We will... I think. I think definitely that okay for you and okay for me are two way different standards. Well, Steve Bruce for me is an attractive man. <laughs> well, you see, um, we're going to talk about uh, Sweden now. Sweden um, 
two wins, two clean sheets. Yeah. Went over and smashed Luxembourg on Friday night, 1-0. That was a very terrible... That was actually close to embarrassing because they were actually close to scoring in the end, Luxembourg. Yeah. That would have been... A, they can just said goodbye to World Cup, yeah. I would say. They're yeah. just Because the, the group we have is incredibly difficult. Yeah. Um, Dutch, French. As in both Dutch and France, that is... I mean, I know the yeah. Dutch hasn't had good... It's not as good as they were before, but it's still a good team. Yeah. So I think that... And France... And Sweden, the, Sweden have to go to Holland now as well, after the draw. Yeah, I mean, Sweden has to win... Uh, I mean, we have to finish second at least. Yeah. And to win down in Holland would be difficult, but the draw would be great, especially now that Holland lost to France. That means that we can lose to France as well, if yeah. we draw in Holland. Yeah. So that's a, that's such an important game. I think it was decent to get a draw at home, but it just... Shows you it was important that France won, I think, because I think we should go for second, not first. Uh, so let France win the games and hopefully we'll pick up points against France. What a Swedish attitude to football that is! No, but I think it, it, it's the best way. I think uh, if you look at the teams, I think it we can finish second. I don't think that's impossible. I think it's difficult finishing first, it would be great I think if it's we difficult did. getting out of that group. I think that it Dutch is difficult, but I think Dutch, you know, they've been really poor for the past. Two and a half years, really. I mean, mm. really poor. Since, yeah. the world, since the last World Cup, it just collapsed. I mean, they had an, one of the most awful qualifiers ever I've seen from a big team. Mm. And then if you look at the squad, players are gone, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Schneider is still playing there, and he's not good enough at the. I mean, for the biggest team. He's yeah, decent. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, Depay is playing there. He's not even near, near the United starting lineup. So I think I think they're, they're they're a bit of a trouble. The defense is not the same. Even Stecklenberg in goal, he's not a, you know it's not like wow what a goalkeeper. Yeah, yeah. He stood there. I mean he was getting sold just a while ago. He just fought his way back. Um, so I think that uh, it's not impossible. We should be able to get out of that group. Wales Good grave against Wales had a bit of a um, bad result at home. Uh, drawing one all against Georgia, that's really and that, that's bad. They were, they were they had a decent result away to Austria drawing that game. I think yeah. that was a good result. Two two each. Yeah, yeah. but at home that's a, that's not a good result at all for for Wales. But you know we have to put it in perspective that like two years ago that would have been a good good two points picked up one in Austria one in Georgia it would have been okay. Mm, but yeah. now they they kind of dropped two points definitely at Georgia. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Um, and then Scotland had a really, really terrible, terrible draw as well, didn't they? Yeah, Lithuania. They lost, uh, Lithuania. Yeah. Didn't they? Yeah. Oh no, they equalised yeah. in the last minute. Last yeah, minute. Yeah. And it's same way. Italy just came through Macedonia. Yeah. Uh, they had a gr- good result against Spain, where Gigi Buffon made a rare mistake. A very rare mistake. Stupid. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plushcare. Plushcare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. 
Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ready to start talking to your kids about financial literacy? Meet Greenlight, the debit card and money app that teaches kids and teens how to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest with your guardrails in place. Parents can send instant money transfers, automate allowance, and more. Plus, keep an eye on spending with real-time notifications. Join more than 6 million parents and kids building healthy financial habits together on Greenlight. Get your first month free at greenlight.com slash ACAST. That's greenlight.com slash ACAST. Gifted them the goal and yeah. Spain controlled the game completely the first six, 55 minutes. I mean, yeah. completely. Like, if you looked at the stats, it was like, what the hell is going on here? There was a fly. Yeah, I saw it for a while, but I didn't know you'd freak out when you saw it. I mean, it was like when a banana fly, the smallest, what would you call it in English? You see, banana fly in Swedish, banana fly. Oh, a fruit fly, yeah. Fruit fly, yeah. yeah. One of those, and you were like, it's a dinosaur in my face. No, okay. That's what you, uh, Iran versus South Korea um, is on the second day of the Islamic um, day, days of mourning, I think it's called. Yeah. Um, so they've told them to turn up, no football chance. I don't know what an Iranian football chant is, you know. We are the Turanian boys. Um, it's Turanian men. Hallelujah. I don't know. Um, Who can see far? Far see. Who can see far? Far see. That's what they... Yeah. And they sit, like, way from the ground and watch the game because they can <laughs> see the game because they speak Farsi. You take off your clothes. I ran, I ran, I ran. Um, I so, think mine's uh, are less racist and better. Okay, Iran versus South Korea. They're, they're going to wear they're gonna black flags. I'm not going to be wearing black flags, <laughs> but they're black flags. And everybody thinking about it's a hundred thousand uh, seater, and then they've put some seats aside for the mourners, for people who are going to just come and mourn. So they're wearing black armbands. Wow! All right, and the uh, South Korean captain who plays for Swansea. Son Yong Chong. Uh, yep. Um, he's. Uh, did you make that up? Yeah. You made that up? Yep. Yeah. Yes. Um, <laughs> you bought you it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you accuse me of racism. Um, so he um, he's really warmed himself to the um, the Iranian people by turning up in Tehran and saying, basically, Tehran is like a prison. So that's always going to, you know, that's always oh, going to help. Why did you do that? I don't know. Um, so. We'll see how that gets on. That'll um, be a feisty game anyways, because it's, you know, it's quite a big little thing on, on the Lion World Cup, you know. Uh, so, yeah, it's a big call. And some of the Islamic leaders said that they should have forfeited the match as a respect for the morning. That's quite full on, eh? That's pretty full on. Well, how about this change the game, then? I just got to change the game out of yeah, this. Yeah, go for it. Uh, in finals, so, you know... You want a bit of suspense, the tactics of... They get too tactical. It's always a draw. It's mm. always nil-nil. So to change that, everybody... It's always a draw, yeah. Yeah, everybody plays in full covering Barca. So you don't know where what player is who. So you think you're marking Slatan, and there's just some other tall dude who just switched position. You're like, wait a minute, he's there? And you, know, and you don't know who you're what, playing. But, but then maybe if your uh, nation is more Christian, you can wear the Pope. You have to wear the Pope full Yeah, gown, sure, sure. I don't full care. Full gown, big yeah, hat. Yeah, and then you're American, you can wear the KKK clan. Yeah. Uh, you know, it just but what happens on. is when it's a draw... You all... That'll make the games more interesting. The KKK, dress like KKK and Barkas playing each other. I mean, wow. it's, the incentive is great. And it's black and white, so it's like chess. 
to give yeah. some sophistication into it as well. You could call it the aristocrat if, game. Yeah. Uh, but what if the KKK played against like the Popes and they're like, oh, you've got the same strip, so they'd have to change it. It'll change the strip a little bit. They put like a Nazi symbol on the KKK just so you can see the difference. But, but you can't tell who the players are. No, no, but what I would like is at the end, the whole squad goes un- and under a blanket. They get changed. So you could be bringing subs on and they're like... Yeah, exactly. You don't know. You don't know who's a subbing, yeah. and if there's still a draw, the opposition can send a player. You chop the goalkeeper's hands. No, no, no. You can. No. No, no, don't make it. Don't make it racist. It's I mean, Saudi Arabia. That's what they do for <laughs> shoplifting. Yeah, I yeah, know. But when they, this is not so maybe the team. This nicks, is Pope's against KKK, mate. Maybe they uh, nick the point. So you can actually put one of your own players undercover. You can't see who it is because everybody's, you know, can't talk. In extra time, no talking. No talking. And you can put, like, if you're the KKK, you can put a Pope guy into their camp and they can put a KKK to your camp and you don't know if you're passing an infiltrator or not. So it's like highly spy football. Espionage. Espionage. Espionage sudden death. That's what you can <laughs> call called. Wow, it's, uh, it's something I'm in for. And then they get shot at the end. That's great. I like that. No killing. This is the, supposed to be like you can have your fantasy play no without kill- killing. Fa- is this your fantasy? Is it it's KKK? Fan- it, I think it's the best way to have like peace. You always say that football, you know, they take away war. Why not take the actual war is going, like racism? What would you generally do if, if Seth Blatter comes back in eight years and this is his big kind of thing to get presidency? Is this. I'll say he copied my idea and I'll be against it. Okay. But if he, listen, if he says it, it's the bad motive. I'm saying this is the motive of peace and understanding. Wow. Thank uh, you. And entertainment, of course. I mean, <laughs> that's highly entertaining. Um, what about this green card business? There was a player. Yeah, in Vicenza, he was awarded the first. Christian, Christian Galano was, in, was giving the first green card. It was... Uh, Ordered last year, they said that if you ordered, yeah, or on Amazon or something. No, I was thinking too much about the Christian, yeah, yeah, or the order. <laughs> uh, so, uh, but but basically, if you do something good, sportsmanship like, you get awarded a green card, which is not as a green card in America because they so Muslim players won't be allowed in if Trump gets in. Yeah, you can't yeah, get no, Yeah, they can no, get a green card. You no. See, no, no, but but they do get green cards in Islam because the green is the color of Islam. But boom, so it works. Uh, they'll just kiss it. So they get a wow. green card. Green card for sportsmanship behavior. So he hit the ball. He went over the byline, and ref said that he hit a player. So it's a corner. But then he said, "No, nah, he actually didn't hit anybody." Mm. And so he awarded him a green card. And this is really nice. The green card gives you a lot of stuff. So in reality, if you go to jail, you can actually use this card to get out of jail. If you get a parking ticket, you can get... No, it's not. No, it's, no, it's just... It means nothing. It means nothing. It's fucking stupid. It means nothing, nothing, nothing. Instead of punishing people who do wrong, you're going to give a green card as, thank you very much. And the funny part is, he gave the green card in the game. They didn't even film it. They filmed everything except when he gave the green card. So they had to write about it the day after saying, you know what, he actually was kind of nice. Nobody remember that. Who gives a shit about that? They remember if he stepped on his face and get nothing. But, but So that. he gets nothing? The team gets nothing? Well, he get a green card. Yeah, but what does the green card mean? It's it's like when you get a star. That's when cool. When you spell right at school. Spell wrong. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, that's good. 
Yeah. Uh, the rewards are green cards will get a reward at the end of the season. So it's like a treat. Yeah, but what are you, you going to get, kinder? You're not going to get points. You know, you're not going to get money. You might get chocolate or something. Well, okay, you'll get chocolate. Who gives a flying fuck? It's like, oh, we got chocolate. Oh, thank God that you said that it wasn't a penalty because we could have got promoted. <laughs> yeah, bring that to the relegation party, you yeah. fucking idiot. So I think that's, you know, it, it shouldn't be on the players that they should tell the referees. Uh, was I mean, in a perfect world, sure. But, but it should just what be... What is a perfect world, deal? Where there's just me... Getting milk poured on you. Cough medicine. No, but I think the milk was right. But I will say milking instead. The adjective. So that is the end of this week's podcast. Uh, no, we're actually going to do Friday as well. We're going to preview the, some big games, actually. There's a Monday night game between Manchester United and Liverpool... That's coming up on and Monday. talking about that, it is uh, Anthony Taylor who's got to officiate that game. And he's from Greater Manchester, so a lot of Liverpool supporters are not saying, why the hell is he officiating? And FA said, well, we have diet, really every season they make con- uh, background checks where they live at the moment, mm. residents and background. And F- Anthony Taylor is from Manchester, Greater Manchester, but he apparently supports Altrincham in non-league. Altrincham. 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 Yeah. In non-league, uh, but his family. Alt- sounds like Altrincham. a bit of like Altrincham, a little bit of quink or ham that's C-H-A. gone off. Yeah. It's some Altrincham. It's C H M A. So I thought it was Chim. Okay, Altrincham. Well, yeah, yeah, you're yeah. you're deluded. That's not deluded. I've yeah. never heard the word. I just read it. You're deluded. I've actually been the team, so I've been like probably football manager for like half a year ago. Altrincham <laughs> is the wrong team. I got Altrincham to the final. Um, so he's he's allowed to so he supports a lower league team. Yeah, but his family apparently supports most of his family supports Manchester. So, uh, but Liverpool supporters saying why the hell is doing that? And I can agree. Last season, Kevin Friend was supposed to officiate Stoke Tottenham, and uh, after media storm because he was uh, a big Leicester fan. I just feel it's weird that they even support a team, and it's weird that it's not weird if they like football and they they support a team. I think it'd be weird if you they went to give a yellow card and on their hand there was like a you'll never walk alone thing or something <laughs> like that. But I... Uh, yeah, but it must affect... If I mean, like Kevin Frank. Yeah, but then how, how... It's like how many degrees of separation do you want? You know? Oh, he, he watched... He was in Singapore on holiday and he watched Man United play. You know, it's like... I mean, if it's what if they support Manchester United, okay, then he shouldn't be allowed to officiate if, any team... That is even close. You can't to officiate Manchester. in the Premier League, then. Yeah, that's ridiculous. I mean, that, no, I'm Premier. League, he can't officiate any teams that in around <laughs> that will affect results on the Manchester. So You're he talking. can't affect any Tottenham, Arsenal, uh, Chelsea, City, shit. or United games. But it's still that's five over twenty. He can officiate the other ones. Well, that's five teams, so they're going to be playing someone. So that's ten games he can't officiate. Yeah, yeah, that's how, fine. Uh, yeah. So? Well, ten teams, not... F- it's five games, but ten teams, yeah. No, I mean, it doesn't it's, matter. It's the, one of the most ridiculous things. So what do you want to do then? I just think it's... Everybody's going to have skeletons in their closet. Yeah, everybody's... But, yeah, but, but, if, but why if, take a ref from Greater Manchester when there are other referees? 
if you can find, if you see it, find it. Find there's plenty of referees. No, if you find uh, a photo of him with a Man United shirt on, and he's kissing the bed. You go, ah, this is this is not on. Yeah, but, what's, but listen, what's the point of not? Ha- what's the point of not even being close to that? I mean, yeah, but it's like saying you know you can't, you know you can't go and you can't. Do a World Cup final because you went to Spain on holiday. Oh, it's not the it's same. It's fucking thing. stupid. It's not the same thing. I mean, if his whole go, family, other people that didn't go to Spain. Listen, okay, let's let's flip it then. Why should we always talk about putting referees under pressure? Why even put him under that pressure? Why even put him under that pressure that social media now is going to attack him for for if he if he if he uh, this if he officiates the game perfectly and Liverpool wins the game, nobody will say shit. If he officiates the game, make a mistake that costs Liverpool, what do you think is going to happen? What the hell do you think is going to happen? So his family, death threats, and then his family are United supporter. Why even put him in that situation? He goes back home. They're like, why the fuck did you put a penalty there? I mean, it's a lose-lose situation. I think I met Barbara, and (laughs) she's kind of a horse. Uh, So so why? I mean, why even... I just think... There is another ref. Give it to him. Let him officiate Tottenham Arsenal or whatever. You know, he doesn't have to officiate when Manchester United, especially not in a Manchester Liverpool dog. If he can officiate, so you'd rather have can... someone who's had death threats, can't talk to his family, has been hounded out of Manchester to officiate Arsenal Tottenham. No, but listen, I'd rather he can officiate Liverpool uh, Stoke, but I think if there is any connection with him with that team and everybody reacts this bad, why just, 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 just take. Switch him with another... Oh, I think you've been too nitpicky, man. I think you get to a point where you're like... I mean, look at someone like... What if James Mackay? Do you remember, that, remember be, that guy? He should have been near people. Okay. What if he was a referee? How many fucking connections teams has he got? He's got 22 teams. Listen, okay. I, I, I agree that it's, it should it's be like, bad nitpicking. But, but listen, this is just... He's from Greater Manchester. Uh, his family support Manchester United. He's officiating Manchester United Liverpool. I mean, isn't that just... He supports Altrincham. If by any chance Altrincham got to like the FA Cup second round, he would. I wouldn't like him. It's not fair that he officiates that. But I don't think it's like you, you know. As he, he walk, doesn't no. put Altrincham. That's he can't say Manchester United. He can't be a Premier League man, uh, referee though. Yeah, but maybe when he comes in and then they go, all right, mate, just a little quiz here for the new Musical Express. What's one of your favourite songs? Do you I- like Oasis? And he goes. Champagne show, but they go. They're from Manchester. It's to, ridiculous, they, they, mate. To be fair, this is it. If they're professional refs, they should be able to uh, officiate any game. Okay, that's the, that's the standard thinking. But he, because FA has put in this, they can't officiate every game because you're from certain areas, you live in certain blah blah. They have this interview with the managers because they have implemented this. Why then? Put a manager that will uh, that every Liverpoolian would go. Liverpoolian or Liverpudlian? Pudlian. Okay, Poodian's fine. That's a guy with diarrhea. I think. Oh, I'm a fucking Liverpoolian. Yeah, that sounds better. Let's yeah. do that. This Liverpoolian. Yeah. Uh, why? Why upset them? I mean, but he's, he's, been, he's not. He hasn't come out and said he's a Man United fan. He just lives in Manchester. He's from Greater Manchester. Lived there all his life. His so family and his family support Manchester United. So if he if he supports if he if he, no, no, listen, if he can't do any London I, things I, if he lives I, in London. I agree with you on this. If they're professional 
Yeah. Right? Yeah. They should be able to officiate any game. Doesn't matter where they're from. Absolutely. Yeah, it doesn't matter where they're from because this is a professional job. But yeah. because they have put this incentive in that they can't because it affects them. So FA is going out and saying it does affect referees where they're from. This is what they're saying. They either you have to say where you live at the moment and where, where your team you supported as a child or if you played in any team uh, as a professional or semi-professional. Yeah. You have to... So, so you do all these background checks because they believe that you can't be completely... You, you get affected. Yeah. So with that argument in place, why pick a referee from Greater Manchester to upset Liverpool supporters in a derby? Why do that? If you agree... if you, do, I agree with you. Shut up. Every Liverpool and Manchester United fan, shut the fuck up. You get the ref you're getting. Yep. But this is not the way it works. You're all allowed to say that this is wrong because, like last year, Kevin Friend, on Twitter and social media, people said, why the hell is Kevin Friend, uh, he's a lesser supporter. And they said, yeah, that's true. Let's change him off. So they conceded that they, there is clash of interests of referees. Okay. And when they've done that, I think it's, then I think it's different. But I agree with you that you should be able to officiate any game. But that's not the way you put it up. And then I think it's fucking stupid. I think that argument was brilliant. No, I, I... It was pretty good, wasn't it? Yeah, but you said it three times. Did you feel it? And I've been trying to bring comedic stuff to it, and you took it too seriously. <laughs> um, I feel I've been told off three times by three <laughs> different teachers with different personalities. I didn't like any of them. Um, that's, that's rude. No, you're right. You're right. But um, I, you're right and you're wrong. Is that fair to say? You're yeah. right because the FA have done this, but it's a wrong... For me, it's a wrong rule. Yeah, I agree with you. But that, there, I agree with you. But then I agree with the friend thing. If he's a massive Leicester fan, I think he's a. I think if he wants to be a professional referee, he's an idiot to to be a big. You know, I I think it's very difficult. I think when you become a professional referee, I think you have to go. Do you know what? I I I can't go and no. watch my team anymore. Yeah, yeah. I can't. You know, I can watch football, but I shouldn't like. Stoically go there. Come on, you you foxes. That's not nice. yeah. At half time, you know, the, everybody's in the dressing rooms and you're retweeting the you know Leicester are up two 0 Definitely, I, I agree. Know. It's like a politician. If he goes into a party and going to go with the party lines, yeah. he can't just change his views all the time. It was almost a little bit like Lineker, and and you know he's a massive Leicester fan all his life, and he's working for the BBC to give them match coverage. Very biased. Very funny with the underpants. Yeah. You know. Um, but I think in, in those shows... Here's another disturbing thing you said to me. A friend of ours came round to your house the other day and you said, it was weird because I was just sitting there in my knickers. Knickers? Do you wear, do you wear knickers or...? Oh, underpants. underpants. I thought knickers. What's, what's, what's the difference? Male and female, really. Or are you just gender... Knickers of a, a women? Knickers, yeah. Oh, they're for women? Oh, you just realised this at the age of no, 30. No, I thought, I thought you could say knickers. 37, 38? 36. I thought you... I thought... 40. I think I look younger with my haircut. He's had a haircut, folks, and I'll be honest with you. So that's the end of the pod. Uh, <laughs> and we've had a very interesting change the game, and you've argued your point five or six times. You are so correct. Um, we'll be back on Friday with a pod, and we'll preview this weekend's huge fixtures because the international break is finally over. And by the way, James is not here. On Friday. He's not here today oh, yeah. because he thinks it's a tu- Wednesday. Yeah, he actually said on a message to us all. Um, we were in the. We were in Gothenburg. Fo- no, yeah, we have yeah. to say this. Yeah, he he wrote. Um, is is Big Ben on tonight? 
No, he said Big Bang on, on Tuesdays. Yes, that's right. Yeah. It's Big Ben on Tuesdays. It's a Wednesday. We're in, we're in Gotham. It's a Wednesday. We prepare for the gig. It's yeah. five o'clock. And he also, if Big Ben, who's a stand-up club, is open on Tuesdays. And it's been open Sunday, Tuesday, Thursday for years. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. the first seizure is there. You yeah. get a surprise, like, what the hell's wrong with him? I was yeah. like, yeah, but he doesn't do that often. Maybe forgotten. Yeah. Goes an hour. And then he says, oh, fuck, it's Wednesday today. Yeah. And we realised that... And then I wrote, please tell me you were on your way to Big Ben. That's, to me, that's when the, the brain goes, right, and conversation. I, and, I sp- you know. and I met him yesterday, and he actually did that. He saw, we said, yes, it's on Tuesdays. He said, great, jolly, I'm in town. So he goes all the way to yep. Big Ben. He's not on Saturday. He goes all the way to Big Ben, goes in there, and he goes into the uh, guy, and I was like, so uh, what's the stand-up? He's like, no, it's, mu- it's music today. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the guy was like, wait a minute. And then he just left because he realized, isn't he a comic? And then he just he just ran away. And he lives in Kniefsta. So he went all the way to Big Ben in town. Thought it was a Tuesday when it was a Wednesday. So first of all, he forgot that they have Tuesdays and then forgot what day it is. So he's not here because he doesn't even know that he exists. He doesn't even know you have to breathe the air. And also he wrote uh, to us that he's really into football manager at the moment. He, God, I love it. He wrote, I love it. I'm so into it. Then you wrote back, yeah, uh, the new one's out in a couple of weeks. He goes, yeah, I won't be able to play that. Too addictive. Fucking love the game. Yeah, it's just, it's like, I, I fucking, I love, I love mashed potatoes, man. <laughs> it's like, oh, have you seen this good discount on the new mashed potatoes? Even better. It's like, no, I'm not going to have that. I, I, I eat I too much. Oh, I fucking <laughs> absolute seizure. I love them too much. I was going to say, he made a big, he texted us from nowhere. I love Football Manager. Oh, it's coming new one out. I will never play it. All right. Good on you, mate. What a life. What a world he must live in. Um, thanks a lot for listening. Um, if you do get a chance, please share it on your Facebook wall. That's what we have. We don't get enough of that. Uh, so if you see the link, you see it come up on Facebook, share it. Or even just link the podcast. Just tell people, will you? Please. Share it. Prepare just it. Just share it. Pair it. Care it. Wear it. Even if it's knickers. Then you tear it. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code buttery exclusions apply see site for details acast powers the world's best podcasts here's a show that we recommend 
The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.